Gratitude and Anthology is out. With over 50 different perspectives and stories on gratitude, this book captures what most books don't. The secret sauce is in the number of voices and stories where you'll be sure to find a personal connection to so many as I did. A really excellent book, David Freeman. Found exclusively on Amazon.com. Welcome, welcome. I'm Chris Palmore, and uh, we were doing a framing this way before, and that's why this backdrop is not fitting. Ah, good times. Anyways, uh, I've got this a special birthday gratitude episode with my uh, my old friend uh, David Sims, and I'm going to bring him in so we can square all this up. That's the way it's supposed to look, right, Dave? Hey guys, how you doing? This is what <laughs> we this on. <laughs> welcome, welcome. Yeah, we spent we spent all this time trying to frame everything up and. And then uh, I go widescreen, and there we go. <laughs> Sometimes it takes us both being here for it to be right. <laughs> yeah, it's just the way it's supposed to be. I, I, I'm going in completely lighthearted now. So we're, we've, I've taken the seriousness of the production right out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, uh, Dave and I were talking before, and, uh, you know, one of the w ways I like to uh, open up these birthday gratitude episodes are I like to I like to rehash the grateful elements, the the backstory of the story that introdu introduces two people to each other. Because um, if my, my part of my philosophy is if you're sitting in a place of gratitude, which me and I am right now because I enjoy time with Dave. This is a, this is very cool. We're doing this as a special um, there's always grateful elements that have led to that moment. Just like, for example, if you're sitting there having a cup of coffee and you're enjoying yourself, there's there's a lot of grateful elements that are allowing that moment to happen. Any moment in your life, most likely, actually all moments of life have that. If you're being conscious, they all have that. But the cool thing is with people and conversations is we get to share, okay, a few of the elements. How did I meet Dave, right? So if we flip, you know, if we flip with my situation, you know, briefly, could go, you know, I could go, uh, you know, back a little bit with mine. You know, my mom uh, loved me, and I, I decided to write a letter of gratitude to her on my birthday. And um, you know, she received that, and then uh, unfortunately, her cancer came back, and she passed away. And that was part of what started my gratitude journey, which led me eventually to start a website. You know, talking to people about collecting letters from people on their birthdays, going to New York the first time and doing uh, as anniversary just to, you know, to celebrate my mom's passing. And uh, that that first time, it's not when I met Dave, but the first time is when I had the breakthrough of actually collecting videos. That was the moment of truth where I realized that all I wanted to do is create a moment. I didn't, didn't care how I did it. What's the easiest way to get somebody in a moment to express their, what they're grateful for? And honestly, the easiest way to do it and collect it is with your phone, just asking real simply, what are three things you're grateful for? So easy, right? This simplistic road, right? Not the difficult road. It's it's a lot of work when you ask somebody to write a letter. Even though it's much more fulfilling, it's a lot of work. But moving forward, you know, I had to do all that, uh, come back around doing Gratitude New York 
back in 2016, going back to New York, uh, having a, a team with me or a team of people with me and meeting people. And it's at that point when I go back into New York, I'm staying in Brooklyn. And I decided before that trip that I was going to officially shape my head because my hair was thinning. My father is bald. It would have been fun right now. If I go, look, look, this is what my father looks like. You know what's going to happen. And um, I don't know if it was the second day or the third day. I don't even, I probably the second day. I got up early. I ended up walking, just finding a random barber shop that's close within walking in Brooklyn. I, that's what that was. It was literally walking uh, from the guy's place I was staying. <clears throat> And then, um, and there you go. There's, uh, you know, I, I'm going, I'm about to go in and there's, there's a guy out there with the camera and it's Dave. He's sitting there with the camera and we just, I don't know if we were both having a cigarette or what, I don't even know. We just had a conversation and that's me. That's us. Those are the little steps, little, little things that impossible. You can't make these, you know, you can't make those choices happen. <laughs> Scenarios, even back to again, like, I met the guy that I stayed with because he was with the sister of perpetual indulgence. I probably I met him through a friend then, you know, that set me up so I could stay with him. And then again, he happens to be living in Brooklyn, which has happened to walk close enough to run into Dave. So that's that's my little microcosm of the, the I like to call it magic. You could say it's all logical, but the magic of the moment. Yeah. And then there's more, but here we are. But that's the magic of the moment to me just running into Dave, which real quick, and then I'm going to flip it to you. What if I did, you know, here we are, right? And it's exciting. But bottom line is if I wasn't being present, we weren't being present. We never would have seen each other. We probably would have saw each other, uh, gave each other a head nod and acknowledgement, but it would have been a passing and that would have been it. Yeah. No memory, though. There would nope. be no memory of it. It, nope. would, it wouldn't live in our heads. You wouldn't even <laughs> that day. I don't even think you remember that day so vivid. No, I don't think I would have either. So Probably. flip it, flip it yeah. to you, man. Probably wouldn't even remember the haircut either. But on the flip side, to flip it, uh, that day was kind of memorable for me too. Um, I was working in film, movies, commercials, TV show business, as well as working on a commercial at the time with a whole crew that I've never worked with anybody before. So I didn't know anybody that day. <laughs> so everybody was like, uh, you know, great to meet you. Great to meet you. And I was a production assistant. Um, wasn't even supposed to have a camera that day. Didn't wasn't hired to use my camera. I had just acquired the camera and I always had the love for photography. So I said, let me take my camera to work with me and just document the day. Just one of the days that I just took the camera and had it with me all day. And I don't even do that a lot. So I, to this day, I probably maybe have done that two more times after that, but it was it's never been that epic ever. Uh, so I'm at work, not really happy about the rate that I'm making, uh, kind of low. <laughs> but um, one thing about film, it always taught me that you go to work one day and it opens you up for the next few days. You'll always find more work by going to work. And to me, work was always money, but Work is not always money. Like work could be passion. Work could be, um, you know, help helping you grow in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? It doesn't always have to be financial, monetary benefit. So when we met, it was just like there's this guy getting a. Oh, it's exactly how we met. You were in the barber chair, and if I'm not mistaken, you were sitting in the barber chair, and I took a picture of you, and I said, "Hey." Um, I don't know you, but I was standing outside and I took this 
great picture. I just think it looks amazing of you. Or something along the lines of No, that. it's you have a better memory. It's it's starting to come back. Maybe that's maybe Yeah. That, okay. Barber chair and maybe maybe it was before the haircut or after. I'm not sure. Maybe we smoked a cigarette and you said, Hey, I'm about to get a haircut. And I said, Hey, maybe I can catch you in the chair because I just remember the picture of you in the chair and like me catching that. Um and we still didn't know where our relationship was gonna go from that. We thought it was gonna be on a photography aspect. And uh, I had no idea even the type of photographer that I was going to be or trying to push to be then. But, mm. you know, just to put hindsight in things, I had the camera then, still have it now. <laughs> um, man, that night, that day was just crazy. That 24 to 32 hours, it was just nuts because I was at work. Chris had... Uh, Chris was pushing his gratitude, uh, his gratitude business. That, that's what I that's what I called it. It was the beginning of gratitude space. It was the opening of him collecting all his thoughts and having, uh, you know, like uh, interactions with people. But his thing was he needed to document it and collect. So that was that was what we were gonna try to attempt to do. So we had a uh, business venture in Atlantic City the same day that we met. Chris needed a driver to get to Atlantic City. And I'm here with my camera, not driving. Right. And I'm like, yo, Chris, I'm a really good driver. You know, I, I'm the kind of person, I like to do stuff spontaneously. I don't have anything to do after today. You want to go to Atlantic City? I'll meet you at 5 o'clock. Let's go. Now, part of me is like, I people in New York City bullshit. So they, they <laughs> match the energy. So I'm like, let me put out the positive energy. If it's positive, it'll come back and it'll be receptive. You know what I mean? We could uh, reciprocate. But if somebody's energy is off by me saying, oh, yeah, let's go, let's go. You can see from that initial statement whether they're genuine about it or not. You know? And at the minute I said, yeah, Chris, I'm ready. And his energy matched my energy. I knew from like 2.45 p.m. or whatever time it was in the day, because I think it was like maybe uh, 11 or 12 in the day. From that moment on, I knew that Chris and I are going to Atlantic City tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you you know, it's crazy. Even back, you know, it's, it's so much fun to reminisce about these uh, this this time. And who knows, maybe some of these stories we're talking will be in my next book, the book after next, not the one that's coming out next month. Because uh, the fi- the book, I'm finally, anyways, you'd appreciate this. The the idea for the next book, not the book, the, the Mechanics of Gratitude is coming out um, in December. And that's a big deal to me because it's actually teaching a philosophy of the hierarchy of a gratitude practice. But I'm really ready to do, you know, the Gratitude Junkie by Chris Palmore. And that's the, that's the bio, not a long bio, but that's the bio book. Which uh, me, you know, which, you. which New York, yeah, that New York, and then my six months of travel afterwards is a huge part of the crazy not, stuff in that. Thing of gratitude, junkie is perfect because um, junkie kind of puts off a negative standpoint, kind of like because you have to be on something. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh guy, he's off of Adderall. He's off of this. He's influenced by something to make him do this. You know what I mean? Like, so your drug, your influence, your power has been gratitude the whole way through. It's never changed. 
It's never been influenced by anything else other than gratitude. Right. It's it's literally I, I, I it's my discussing gratitude and creating the moments and just being a part of the magic of it is it just it just it just fulfills me in a way that nothing else does. And I could talk about it all day long. You know that and I could five years ago, too. And that's before I interviewed a hundred and something people. And I've spent thousands of more hours reading and writing, you know, uh, but getting back to what I was saying, you know, um, the only reason we were I wanted to go to Atlantic City is because I believe it was like it was either the night before. I see it's funny. I just think of timelines here. It had to either be the night before or the night before that. So I must have gotten in town a couple days before. See, these are where these days are flowing. But I was in Harlem. No, I was in Harlem originally, I think is what it was. And, um, and yeah, and I, I just decided to go to the um, was it the Chili's or the Apple? I think it was Applebee's in Harlem, right? I just go in the Applebee's in Harlem. I think it's because I saw five dollar margaritas. Um, I walk in, you know, and it was, it was very this trip. The New York thing was such a it was planned, but then it wasn't like I left like where am I staying opens a lot of the time. And like like when I got into New York, dude, I didn't have a place to stay the first day. I was dragging my stuff around my big duffel bag going to the first event until it was over and going, where am I going to stay? I remember yeah. I remember the hotel and you were like, I don't know where the hotel is. I've never been here before. And I was like, wait, you're not <laughs> so, so I'm in Harlem and I walk in and because of the way I was the, the, just to fly, they like do whatever, you know, I walked in and they, the guy, the, the server's like, do you want to, you know, do you want to sit at a table or do you want to go to the bar? And I said, how about you make the choice for me? Cause I like, I like, cause you know, the cool thing about that is when you do that anywhere, especially when you're not on a schedule, you've literally like put it in the hands of fate or whatever you want to, you know what I mean? You've taken your choice and allowed an external source, a person who has nothing to do with any of it. It's just a fun little, you know, again, you got to think we never would have went to Atlantic city. If I hadn't said all these little elements again, right. That play into these stories, which make life very interesting. Um, so I go to the bar and then I'm just sitting. I just, there's a chair and I'm sitting next to this guy. Um, nice guy. We start chatting. He's an entertainment lawyer. Um, we talk about gratitude. You know, he tells me he's got a very colorful past with people's names, celebrities, this and that. And, and then he mentioned this, this kid, not kid, but this guy shows up and he's a rapper and he's like, yes, it's so-and-so. This is my guy. He's like, you know, he's got this, he's had these hits. He's like, you know, he's going to be in Atlantic city tomorrow night. He's like, you know, and then, and then he connected me with him. And that was the reason he was DJing Atlantic city. And I was all about, Oh, I got to get an interview with this guy. Right. And I was like, at the same time, I was like, if, you know, it's like, if I can go, there's experience there, you know, and then I had, I needed, and then it was like, I met you and I don't know how that came up, but I was like, it was an idea. Like you just literally needed to get there. And it was like, Listen, I'm that guy. I've never been in Atlantic City before. I'm I'm young. I'm, I want to experience new things. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you're like, okay, we'll just rent a car. And I was like, you know, it's like, okay, let's do it. It was, it was a little expensive. I think it was like a hundred dollars a day for the car, but we uh, you know, it's like, here, we're doing experience and you know, off we were. I think. How what say it again? It was a 24-hour rental. It was a 24-hour rental, yes. And we got it back early because we did it evening, and then we got it back before noon, I feel like. Dude, we had to get it back. It was the point of <laughs> I st- – I st- listen, I met Chris working – just to fast forward just a little bit. I met Chris working in the middle of the day, probably like 10, 11. Uh, I get off of work, go home, change clothes. We go to Atlantic City, have the whole night in Atlantic City, 
Which is its own story for another time. Another story. Get back. We leave Phoenix City in the morning. I had to be to work by 3 p.m. or 2 p.m. So I had to speed uncontrollably from Atlantic City back to New York, drop off the car. No, I had to pick up the rental vehicle that I was going to use to shuttle right. passengers for work for a crew in Connecticut. Um, drop Chris off, swap vehicles. No, first swap vehicles. Drop Chris off. Drop off his vehicle. Then drop Chris off. Then change clothes in the middle of the street. Then arrive 20 minutes late and say, oh, it was traffic, guys. Like, you know. Yeah, like, New York City. Whole crew of 16 people drive up to Connecticut and do a whole another eight-hour, like, job day and then come back home. It was like 48 hours after meeting Chris Powell. <laughs> so this definitely changed my life. It was worth it. Uh, if I look back on it, I just got to say, I just thank myself. I'm grateful that my mind was open. Likewise, man. That's, a, you know, that's the, um, but, yeah. I mean, you, you know, that's the, the, the biggest, I mean, gratitude is completely found in the now. Like, you know, I keep saying it even, you know, my new book, I'm actually dead. The dedication is to the moment <laughs> because everything happens in the moment. And as long as we're present for it, we get to have those memories. We get to have those experiences. And that's where your gratitude comes back in. You have to, you gotta be present to have the memory because it's all in the membrane. And that's why, like, when we, for example, with us, like meeting, and yeah. then what we did, dude, memories, like imprinted memories. Literally, that, like, and think about something like this, like, as far as what people do now to capture memories, what do they do? They pull their phone out and take a picture, right? Or take a video. Let's say you're at a concert, and artists do feel like this. You're at a concert, most of the people that are at the concert are recording on their phone, right? So, yeah. Because you're recording on your phone or taking a picture of it, you're not mentally going to imprint that in your brain as deep as if you didn't have your phone around. Right. Because you're now you've gone into action mode. Now I've, I, now you're like, this is my job not to enjoy, not to view what's going on, but to look at this because you're looking at a screen and you're trying to, but what happens now, it's like we're, we're, we're in a project mode. Green. I'm in framing mode. Oh, what does this look like? Opposed to, oh, I like, I'm just enjoying this, right? Like, this is very different from this. Yeah. Very different. Sometimes <laughs> enjoy things for what they are and not, um, you know, try to record the moment or capture the moment. Just enjoy the moment and be in it for what it is, you know? Oh, I, I know, man. I, I try to remind myself that all the time. And uh, yeah, um, but that's like, you know, it's it's again, like, when we we go into task mode, it's the same thing. You've taken yourself, depending on what you're doing, you've take you're taking yourself a step away from being in that moment. <laughs> it's like, I mean, you know, I mean, there's different when we're working. That's different, right? You have a task, right? But when you're just present, that's it's a different thing altogether. And if you're having a conversation with somebody, if you're there with them, you can, you know, it's it's again, it's different too. Opposed to if the conversation's about, look at my camera and what do you think about the framing? And, um, you know, um, anyways, I know we're, uh, this is great. This is, this is, uh, I love how this conversation is going. Um, I do, I, I, I do, I do remember also that we bonded off of the strength and the love of our parents, of our moms. Yes, we did. Another thing that kind of like, we both were like, yeah, let's go to Atlantic City. Like, yeah, this just feels right. <laughs> I it was so great because I you know I feel like I had a co-pilot. You know, I was like, here's my co-pilot. I was like, uh, it's just a crazy idea that I had in my head. But I, I met this guy Dave. We connected, and 
and he's game. How about that? I was like that, you know, the only, I wouldn't have gone. I would not have gone. I wouldn't have gotten on a train. I would not have taken the bus. It was like, I had this idea in my head. I met you. And because we discussed it and you were game, I was like, okay, this is an adventure where I'm going to take because I have a partner now. That, and like, I knew that I was familiar with the area. I knew that you weren't from here and I knew that I had you, you know what I mean? Like, like if anything happens, Chris, no, I got him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> We're, we're here. We're here together. He's not here alone. I'm not here alone. And we split up that night. And we're we totally did for like probably six to eight hours. Eight hours. And I was just like, no way. <laughs> I don't even know if we contacted each other through the phone. All I know is that like I get back to the hotel in the morning and I just like just find Chris. He gets in the car and we leave. I just don't remember how it happened. I well, no, I think I, we left each other voicemails or something, and then eventually we, it it I don't know if you turned back on or I turned back on, but we the, yeah, they came back on. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, we gotta go. Yeah, that was. But I mean, you know that that was obviously epic to me. That's epic, unforgettable. Um, and then we had, you know, we had, you know, we I do want to pivot to talk you know, talk about your birthday, but we, you know, we had we had more adventures in New York together, and especially. Um, you know the grad two day New York with the concert and the Samuel J at the at the um, at the Muse in uh, Brooklyn. That was and you were there with your camera again, um, capturing all that. With um that that was with Laura LeBron, right? Laura and then Samuel J was the was the musician that flew in from originally when I saw him on Instagram and contacted him. He was in Europe, <laughs> and then because <laughs> getting dude, I mean. It's so much fun reminiscing about this because I don't know if you know. It's the people at, at, at the space, at the location. Yeah, that was a lot. I actually brought you an artist that day too, and it became um, a nice collab of artists. Like, I think the guy, Sam, was playing, uh, Laura was singing or dancing, and then my guy was rapping or something like that. Like, and it was just like. Oh, yeah, it was. It was in between, like in between the sets or whatever. You, because you were, we said that's when that live platform went on. So I had my camera being passed around. So yep. it was being, it was being, you know, this is pre all the live stuff, um, all the great formats that exist now. Um, yeah, you did. You did a very good friend. I completely forgot about that. I think I still have some footage of that too. That's crazy. I have the stuff you gave me still on my computer. Nice. So. So I have all the stuff that you recorded, even I believe our conversation from the car that we drove in. And we recorded that, right? You put it up on the dash for a while or something, and you you collected us just chit chatting. Like there's so much. We were together, dude. Like the documentation was great. <laughs> because I don't even think I'm as uh, on point now anymore. <laughs> like a lot of that footage, I don't even know if I could find it if I wanted to. Well, I, I have all the stuff that you gave me, which I need. I should look again because I should have the photos of even you cutting my hair. Um, Definitely. Absolutely. But no, you know, it's, this is the crazy thing about Samuel J was I think it, I was in New York already before I booked him to fly to New York to do that. Wow. Because I didn't I didn't have the venue or the artist or any of that when I actually it, when I arrived in New York. Fly there. Like, that's nuts. Yes, it it was off. Yeah, <laughs> it did not make any sense, and that's what <laughs> I do remember. Right, it was still it was still in the beginning. Um, and let's say you try to do the same thing you did then. Now, you know that the turnout would be different. You know the turnout would actually be a some kind of a real turnout because we were bummed out that day. 
Well, you know, it's it's interesting. Um, I've reflected on that a lot. To the positive. Well, yeah, no, what was what was amazing actually in that moment, and this is because my, you know, my Bobby Coots, one of my biggest, greatest friends and mentors, he, he, I talked to him, it was either that day or the day before, and he left me this little nugget, which imprinted in my head, and that's why I'm sharing with you, right? He said, what you need to do is you need to, you can have ideas, but you need to have this thought in your head. It's like, you need to have, it's either this or something better. And I'm, I'm telling you straight up, I was very disappointed originally, um, but when the time Samuel got up there, that was after Laura and we were sitting there um, and I, I'm being completely sincere and you were there. So maybe you could, and I, I looked around, I walked up to him and I had that mentality. because what I realized, Dave, was I had set up something that should have been really big. I had all the players in place for something really big, right? Really which is, big. Which is a great idea, but get this. In that moment, I realized, this is a very unique situation because there aren't a lot of people here. This is the most intimate concert I'm ever going to experience at this level because of all the preparation for it. Yeah. It was, and, I'm not going to lie. It was, it was, uh, because it was just us, like you said, it was intimate. It was such an epic night. I've had, I haven't had a night that felt that great as far as artistry, me doing the photography and stuff and being, um, and like having a personal connection with the people that's there. As far as I grew up with the guy that I brought, he's an artist. I never worked with him. We've just been friends. It's the first time I had him come out with me to any kind of event. And that probably helped him in some way, like mesh with other people, mesh with you. And like everybody got something from that, even though, uh, okay, let me try to reword this. In the normal mind state of a New Yorker, that night would have been a drag. That night would have been a blow. Nobody came out. Um, uh, like as far as a promoter, they would have been bad. They they would have been upset because of the no turnout. But us, our mindsets are so in a different light to be able to absorb all the positivity around us because there's so much negativity that we grow up in that like we accept all the positivity that we see, all the little wins. You know what I mean? Celebrate all the little wins. Right. And again, like, and even when Sam was up there and I, I remember I had that mind flip in my head that how oh, I did this or something better. And I realized how intimate it was. I walked up to him and I said, and I, I said, so I was like, this is the best money I ever spent, man. Right. And I meant it when I said, it, I totally meant it. <laughs> the night didn't, it, it, it wasn't a drag and it ended up turning out to be something that you could actually still have used. Oh yeah, I mean, I have the footage. We'll see. I mean, Samuel's. I mean, he was just amazing, dude. He's he's absolutely. I don't. He. I mean, to have that type of talent guy come into town and play for fifteen people in a, a room that holds a thousand. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just, just uh, we were we were both putting ourselves here where we are now. Then right it makes right. sense. Like. Right. We, we saw ourselves getting to somewhere where we didn't know what it was going to look like, what it was going to sound like, what it was going to be, how to even manipulate it if we could. But we knew that we wanted to be there. So we just had to get things going. And everything's trial and error. Oh, everything is, yeah. So you know now that um, like an event that you had recently that had a large turnout was when you did the gratitude interviews with the families. Families, the families, the families. And you were interviewing kids on a field, the school. Oh, um, 
Oh yeah, that was the yeah the gratitude pop ups I did last year. That, yeah, that, with my dad. Yeah, that with your dad. Awesome, by the yeah, way. It was, it was really <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But yeah, just like that, like you had, you know, you were able to put yourself in a situation and get things started just like that and actually have a turnout and actually have, you know, positive product and positive feedback. And it wasn't, you know, like you were in the same space back then. Right. Well, I mean, I've got all these great ideas and it's all about waiting for the right time to, you know, the the right metrics to make it all work. But I I can show anybody this works. This is good. You know, I mean, those gradually pop ups. There's like people are ready to share what they're grateful for. They just have to be comfortable about doing it. They want to do it. It's a good experience. It, it it makes the person feels good. It makes me feel good. It makes anybody feel good watching it. You know, if it's a if it's a guy talking about going to China and adopting a son, you know, and just and then getting the interview from the son going, I understand I had a cleft palate. You know, I would have been put on the streets if they wouldn't have come and got me. I mean, I don't know when I was talking about it just now, that whole interview was playing in my head and like how much that just touched me and how much it could touch other people. Right. Right. And it's just, people have these stories. And, and, and what this shows also a lot is uh, the kid that was speaking, right. Um, it shows bravery on everyone who's speaking, even people who might um, have instances where they don't like to speak to other people. They don't like to talk to other people. They don't like, uh, you know, in- interaction with other people, period. And it gives them a voice. You know, like so, some some somebody who feels like, oh, I would have never expressed how I feel about a certain thing. And then you go ask them about it and they have an outlet and, and they're able to get something off of their chest, help other people. And it kind of like both hands wash each other. Like you're getting help uh, by expressing yourself because the way that we grow is by letting things out and not keeping them in. And I've learned that... Uh, the best way to get past anything is expressing it, talking. It's the like, it's just the best. And so many people don't know that. They just keep it all in and bottled in inside. And the best way to get through things is vocalizing your feelings. So for you to be able to give people a platform that would have been have that that would have had their voices inside, and you're allowing people to open up and branch out and open their minds. That's why I feel like this can touch all walks of life, all social status classes. Like this gratitude is classless. You know what I mean? Like you could be rich, poor, the president, not the president, a cop, an inmate. Like everybody has something to be grateful for. And depending on their situations and circumstances, you'll see different things. Right. And they're, they're all beneficial. And they all matter. I was I was just thinking of like like from the cop, what he's grateful for is coming home safe every day from a tour. Right. But then when you go to an inmate, what is the inmate grateful for? Inmate's probably grateful just to be able to have his snacks that day. You know what I mean? Like it's always gonna change the perspective, but it's still gratitude every way. And guess what? It's free. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it, it costs nothing and it's happening all the time. Yeah. It's just uh Dude, that was a great line. Uh, gratitude is like, a, it's a classless society. We are a classless society of grateful people. Yeah. That's like, a good statement. I like that classless. Any racism, there shouldn't be any sexism, there shouldn't be any, you know, like, nothing. We're just, we're just grateful people. 
bias. It should be just uh, what is it like amoebas? Like amoebas. It should be like an amoeba <laughs> life form. It's asexual. No male, no female. Everybody's just same level, right? Well, I mean, I, I feel like, I mean, honestly, you sit down with somebody, you, you know, just like you and I meeting, we start talking about what you're grateful for. It's like, it just, it just, it's a personal conversation. You feel closer with people. You sit, and again, it's like, you know, it just can, it connect, we are connected because we share that we're, you know, we shared gratitude together and then we shared experiences that we're grateful for. Now we're sharing more of them. Now we're having conversations about it, right? Like, and then now we're trying to use what we had to touch other people. Right. That's that, you know, that's, that's the power of uh, the, the highest form of gratitude is catalyzing gratitude. That's in the book. And that's where you intentionally go out and you help create the space for that to exist, for the air, for people to breathe that in and come to their moments. And that's, you know, when we, you know, it's, it's very, us having this conversation with Catalyst and guys, we're doing for each other. That's the great thing is it really is a symbiotic thing. When I create it for you, you create it for me. We have this experience, shared experience that we can't have by ourselves. That's the thing about counseling, counseling gratitude. You can't do it alone. You have to be interacting with somebody. You have to. You have to. Like yeah. if you're yourself, what are you going to tell yourself? Oh my God, I'm so grateful for this. Like you're just talking to yourself. So it doesn't. It's register. a different, yeah, it's a totally different experience. Yeah. You're not even going to think as deep because it's just you. Right. And you're creating more memories back to the memory. Like you're creating memory with somebody else that literally still exists because you're connecting with them. Exactly. <laughs> we've, been, we've been connected and we've been disconnected for we're like, okay, so we got connected. We've been disconnected for a long time, but our connection is still just as strong as the day we met. That's true, man. I totally feel it, man. And I was so excited that we, we talked these last couple of weeks and um, speaking as talking these last couple of weeks, I want to pivot. I, you know, you, uh, we chatted a little about what I was doing, you know, with the Voice Gratitude Project. And then uh, you actually came on the, the first Clubhouse meetup we did. And I want to share with everybody here real quick that something you shared, which, um, you know, I shared this with a few other people and they were really moved by it. So uh, this is, this is Dave. Let's huh? to it. Yeah. So this is Dave. I would say that I'm grateful for every struggle that I've been through in my life because it kind of shapes me into the person that I am now. And I could say beforehand, I didn't have that mindset. I was always struggling with why are things happening to me? Why is this happening to me? And then I had to take an understanding of these things are happening to you so you can get to where you need to be. So you can actually be the strong you that you have the potential to be. So I actually live that every day. And uh, instead of it being a quote, it's more of something that is real life. So I'm grateful for everything and every experience and everyone that I meet. blown away every time i see it it's like everything about the video from the moment that it opens up every visual that you used is me the sky the city like the sounds of the cars in the background like and then me speaking and what i'm actually saying and i meant every word of it like it just feels surreal <laughs> well hey man it was it was so beautiful i'm so glad you showed up you know that's the thing right we show up and then that energy was there and you felt like sharing and you just voiced it and um you were just speaking from the heart and that's there's the beauty and fortunately i could capture it right and play with it 
Um, <laughs> There's no script there. I had I had no idea what I was gonna say. Uh, in the past, I probably would have been nervous, but because I'm not no longer a nervous person per se, it just allowed me to just think, just let it come out. Just like today, I have no idea what we're gonna talk about, but you know, we're getting the content. Right. Yeah, it's just a good conversation. But I mean, that's that's the magic of people to share in their hearts, man. You know, when you when people just open up and, you know, the, the beautiful thing about the Voice Gratitude Project is people sharing quotes is like an easy ask. It's like, what's the three things you're grateful for? If you're quoting someone else. But the great to me, the gold, the gold is when somebody goes, this is why. I like that quote. And if you you showed up and just shared you, you know, you just spoke. You didn't need a quote. You just showed up. You're like, this is what I'm feeling. That raw emotion, that that reality, the real your voice, those words that you believe is strong, brother. And it's going it's if it affects people when they hear it. I know this because I've shared it with people. Wow. I really want to know what their um, you know re re reactions were. I'm getting like like weird now. Like, oh, we got to feel so good. <laughs> Well, that's the that's the magic of the just the sharing the voice and allowing people to do that. And um, I was just gonna well, say, I've ever been in a platform where other people have heard my voice. Oh, okay. Period. Like I, I haven't even heard my voice. I'm like, this is what I sound like. <laughs> Think about that—the experience of me hearing you there, you know, creating the video, then you sharing it back, and now you're telling me like you're hearing your like, you know, there's so many layers of like the experience. This experience yeah. that is life, right? Definitely, definitely, it's layers on layers on layers, just like that Grand's biscuit. <laughs> but thank, thanks for sharing that, man. And you know, um, when this comes out, this video we're doing now is going to come out tomorrow. I'll also just share the video by itself, so it'll be sitting places for people to experience. I would love for people to see that because it's coming out tomorrow. Tomorrow is my birthday. This is a birthday uh, space right now, so like. Uh, I just appreciate you for giving me this. I uh, appreciate you for us meeting. Um, I'm just grateful for every bad birthday I had <laughs> because, like, literally, this is this is awesome. Uh, just a side note: uh, I haven't spoken to my son like that since June. Uh, I got to speak to him yesterday for a good mm. teen minutes. Genuine. Mm call like like the time between us has not passed you know what i mean so uh, i started off and i kept telling everybody i don't want anything for my birthday i don't want anything physical i want like my the connection with my son and then i just want to just like feel love on my birthday that's mm. like like period and this is the great start of it yesterday i got to start it by talking to him this right here, being able to share this with you and everybody else and everybody else who's going to watch it and be affected by it. The fact that I can touch other people is an amazing birthday gift. Hmm. You know what I mean? I do, man. I do. Um, thanks for sharing that about your son, man. That's awesome. You got, I mean, I'm so glad you got to talk to him and Me too. I could tell the joy, you know, it's such a, it's beautiful, man. That, what a moment of, you just shared a, Huge gratitude moment with me. Didn't even think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's when you're, I mean, obviously he's your son and there's that close relationship, but like, on you know, it's like when you get, we have an opportunity, have an opportunity period to like, just like talking with you right now, it's the same idea. It's like to be, time literally is our biggest commodity. Like you, there's nothing, you cannot get any more time, right? 
Like you can't, they're not making any more of it. And we, at the same time, we don't know, fortunately, we don't know our clock, but we do know that it's not infinite. Um, That's why that's the value, right? So it's like when we are together. Because you know, eventually something is going to end. Right. It's, 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 it's the facts of life. (laughs) You go to a party, like you're going to value that party because the party's not all day. The party's only a couple hours. So you got, and you know, the shorter it gets to the party ending is when you got to like, okay, I got to start enjoying myself a little bit more. You have to remind yourself to enjoy yourself. Like, that's crazy. We shouldn't even have to do that. We shouldn't. But it's, it's like every moment is unique. You know, I had uh, Hector Garcia on the podcast last year. He has this book called uh, Ichigo Ichi. And that's the the phrase of the Japanese tea ceremonies they say to each other uh, when they, they start because they it basically means that this moment is special and will never happen again. It's just a reminder. It's true because it doesn't matter if we're wearing the same clothes and we're a year from now looking the exact same. Even if we had the same conversation, if we can script it, it's not the same thing. Nope. Nothing and, will be the same. No. Every is even if mundane tasks are still unique. <laughs> Every second our body ages. So technically, like the the minute before is, is gone. You know what I mean? Like I'm now a different person. Every second I'm a different person, you know, from the one I was a second ago. Right. <laughs> one and- second before there. And that, you know, that's a beautiful, it's beautiful, it's beautiful. It's set up like that because it allows us in the same sense to go, whatever this moment is, is in our lives. It's just a moment in our lives. Now, do we want to be present for the moment or not? Because mm. it's going to, the time's going to pass either way. We could choose, you know, most of the time, and I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, a deity or anything, but it's like most of the time we're thinking about the past mm-hmm. are contemplating what we did wrong. Are <laughs> we're thinking about the future and the future is just a constructed idea because when we get to the future it is the present so it's like now is when you want to be you want to be thinking about now because this is really all there is like- well, another analogy to put with that is i'm just going to use the tesla as an example mm-hmm. like do you want to do you want to actually physically be driving now just think about this you're going on a road trip you're driving right when you're a driver on a road trip, you can't experience everything about the road trip because you have to pay attention and drive. So do you actually want to drive on this road trip or do you want to put it in autopilot so you can experience everything? You know what I mean? Like, ooh, that sounds like a great promo you just thought of. Listen, I- no, think about it. It's Tesla and gratitude. Wow. It wow. totally is. It totally is. I was talking reason- about in gratitude before, but like that right there kind of just puts it in perspective of life <laughs> well think of, think about it. it's like it's like okay technology has gotten to the place where we can travel from one place to another by ourselves if we want to put it on autopilot and actually ex- if we choose to experience the experience opposed to having to be the driver yeah yeah because every time i'm driving i'm like oh my god somebody's like look at those mountains over there i can't i don't want to die <laughs> like yeah the mountains look great for a second, but if I was a passenger, I'd be able to like look and oh my god, wow! You know what I mean? Like really enjoy it. Right, that would be a great. <laughs> How do you want to say? Well, you know, it's like again, time is time, but like memories are memories, right? So again, like I use the analogy all the time that if you're driving to work, taking the same route every day, you're it's one color. You don't even remember. You don't even remember because it's what we do every day. Yeah. But the cool thing about the te- a driving car is that 
it's not the same thing every day because technically you at that point can focus on anything you want to. You could you could be you could turn yourself around and and be looking at the back the whole time. You know, I mean, you, you could do anything. You could choose to do anything other than drive. Theoretically. Theoretically. Yes. Yes. Theoretically. I just the, the idea. It's a it's a big yeah. idea. So if you want to find the now and the moment and have more memories in your life, have a car drive you around. Definitely. <laughs> that's, that's, I mean, that's where Uber's going anyway, too. So, you know, like, give me this Uber soon. Like, give it give it seven years. Give me a driverless Uber somewhere. <laughs> well, what's uh, so what, you know, your birthday's tomorrow. Do you already have some plans or what What are you hoping? Uh, who are you hoping to see or? Um, I don't know. It's kind of open. Uh, I got. I got. I, I have to say this. I have to say this now. Um, mm -hmm. There's a person, special person, that's mm -hmm. been, uh, doing their best to show me love, you know. And mm. I wasn't receptive to it. Maybe in the past I wasn't okay um, receiving it, uh, but now I'm in a better space to be able to reciprocate. So I'm putting my birthday in the hands of that person completely. So I have mm. no. All right. <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, that's 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 amazing. You know, my, my wife is so good at surprises and stuff. And like, uh, you know, so anyways, yeah. So have again that the, the L, you, you've let in the element of somebody else. So you get to you. Whatever happens, you get to be surprised. That's awesome. Exactly. Like, Just like uh, you letting the um, server. We're going to sit. Right. And that's, and it, that's a big step that it takes for you to even do that, to, to take away the control, because everybody wants to be in control of everything. And I don't want to be in so so much control that I can't enjoy myself. Right, and we we both know that surprise. You're gonna remember. You're gonna remember it more because you didn't know it was gonna happen. So the surprise element of anything allows you to actually create easily, more easily remember and be present because it's a surprise. It's a new, <laughs> it's a new city. You know, it's a new a new place. A new. You know, I don't know what's what's next. Well, you got to pay attention if you know what I mean. Like anticipation is massive, opposed to okay, we're gonna get up, go to my favorite restaurant, and then see a movie. Right? Mm -hmm. If you knew you were gonna do that, that's not exciting because you, you you enjoy yourself, but yeah, because you know, especially if it was a repetitive thing. Like every every Tuesday at five o'clock, we go see the we go we go to the movie. Like you know what I mean? At Tuesday at five at Tuesday at four forty five, I'm not gonna be excited after the third time. <laughs> Right. So that's brilliant, man. So um, that's awesome, dude. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You got somebody in your life that wants to reciprocate some love for you and, and it's going to surprise you tomorrow and basically pamper you to in, in has your best interest wanting Dave to remember and let's have a good time with Dave. So that's yeah. can't ask. Can't ask for more than that, man. You'd be way too greedy. I got one more thing for you before we uh, wrap this up. But uh, I think it's a quote, not really a quote, but a, just a good saying that could just go. And I just said it like surprise gratitude like that's it there you go no yeah I, I do i did a campaign called gratitude is you know and the great thing about that is is people can say anything they want to but you could just say gratitude is surprise <laughs> there it is, it is. Ooh. <laughs> i can't wait to see that in words <laughs> right yeah. No, I mean, you know, honestly, the flip side of that, because I've, I've gotten to surprise people in my life. Dude, it's such a gift to be able to surprise somebody, to be the person to surprise the other person. Literally, it's a gift to the person doing it. Yeah. It really is. It, 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 there's there's chemicals in your brain that get released 
by doing positive things. It's just people just don't know that. Yeah, like, I, you don't. It's like you can literally be high off of life and love and emotion off of good things. It doesn't come from negativity, though. So if you're surrounded by negativity, you won't be in an open minded space to even be receptive. And that's that's what blows me that the whole world isn't on this gratitude wave yet because they're probably still closed. But we're here to open you up, guys. We're here for that. Right. And, and Dave and I are going to be uh, doing some creative, more creative stuff together. So, you know, look out. And, um, you know, now that I'm back connected with Dave, you know, who knows, maybe maybe we'll do we'll do some microchasm of Gratitude New York in 2022. Some microchasm of it. <laughs> but the doorway's open. That's what matters. Always open. <laughs> well, do you, man, just like our friendship, it's open, man. Right on, man. Right on. Yeah. So uh, in closing here, do you have, you know, it's been a year since your last birthday. Do you have any philosophy? I mean, we've been speaking philosophy and stuff, but is there any, any, you know, parting words or, you know, birthday wish, if you could just, you know, something you just put out to the world. I mean, granted, you've been saying some great stuff, but if you have an end cap, you're welcome to. And if not, it's fine too. That's all right. I could give you like five seconds to think about one. Uh, Yeah, I got. I, I I definitely got a couple things I could leave somebody with. Uh, if I could leave here and touch somebody somewhere that's been waiting for something like this, um, now that I have a platform to voice it, by by all means, I feel like this is gonna be awesome. So I just want to say thank you guys, everybody, for being here, uh, for watching this. If you're gonna watch it in the future, please share it. Uh, Chris Palmore is a great guy. Um, Gratitude is going to be even greater once it gets received by everyone on this planet. Uh, imagine how much better the world is going to be, right? Uh, everybody in this world can understand what I'm about to say. Everybody in this world from the moment they've been born has experienced pain, <laughs> right? So kind of what I said in the beginning, but just a little more in depth. Um, pain is going to teach you some things in life. Pain is gonna, uh, pain is gonna hurt. Pain is also gonna bring you some positivity in some way, shape, or form. Like people don't see it when they're going through the pain or anticipating the pain uh, of whatever it is. Um, but I can say that there's not no pain on this earth that that something can't heal, but it always not it, it it won't always get better if you don't do anything about it like if you sit and wallow in it and don't try to pull yourself out it won't get better because something better will come to you and you won't see it you'll just be so in your stuff that something better is gone and it's leaving oh something better just left but i was so closed that i couldn't see it so i would say no matter what you're going through in your life no matter how hard it gets I know it sounds weird to, to not give up and it may seem easier to give up. But look at it like this. Nothing in life that's worth having comes easy. Um, so the harder you work to put into something, that's, that's, that's the work that you're going to get out of it. So the harder you put in, the harder you're going to get out of it. And if you can just take positivity and rub that over everything, no matter how you feel, like, I have sh really bad days sometimes. Wake up in the morning and I go to work and I see this smile on people's faces when I'm having a really bad day inside and nobody knows how I'm feeling. 
And that right there lets me know that I have a strength that, that is getting stronger and other people can build just because of me. I had someone ask me, you just lost your mom, you lost your dad and your little brother all within eight months. It's been two years, almost a year. How do you do it? Like You've accomplished so much since they left. How do you do it? I'm just like, I, I couldn't answer him. I had no idea because I didn't even have the brain concept to think about that. Like, how am I here right now? And it's just living in the moment, uh, being grateful for everything, even the negative things that happened to me. Don't let them overwhelm me and overcome it. Like, I feel a lot stronger mentally, the fact that I can overcome every obstacle that came my way. Like, I, I, I just can't let something hold me and bring me down. There's always a way for me to climb out and work towards something better. So I'm just grateful for that. Not letting the negative keep me negative and allowing me to change negative into positive. I think I can leave it on that. Mm. So much good stuff, man. Thank you for that. It was really beautiful. Mm. Don't let the negative make you negative. And I think it goes back to that, you know, don't let the world change who you are. Don't let, uh, don't, if someone's victim, victimized you, don't become the victim because it is a choice. And then it makes because, them right. 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 Let's prove them wrong all day long. Yeah. They long. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you know, gratitude is surprise. surprise. <laughs> I think we're going to go with that. It just fits. You got to put seconds in between and it just fits. Like, I love that. Oh, man. Okay. All right. Well, you, this will be up tomorrow for your birthday. Don't don't disconnect after I do the outro here because I want to chat with you one more minute. But uh, I'm I'm Chris with uh, Dave. And uh, if you guys see this out there, you can always just shoot Dave, say, when you see it online, it, Happy birthday, Dave. Have a good day. You can even ask him, how was your day, Dave? Because uh, he doesn't know what's going to happen tomorrow. I will respond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, everybody, just to remind everybody, they got a lot to be grateful for. The moment is now. Uh, look around you. Uh, find that gratitude. It's definitely somewhere near you. Um, and uh, we appreciate you spending this time with us. Uh, bottom line is Dave and I enjoyed ourselves. So the great thing is now I can I can pace this gratitude, uh, digital gratitude on the wall and let it do its work. So I'm Chris and we are out.